So welcome to all of you listening in online through BBS Radio. The Monday evening wildcard. Today it is May 9th, 2022. We wait for Winfrey, located in Sedona, Arizona, to present himself and then we know what's going to happen during this one hour of wildcard. As usual, well, this is a simulcast. Simulcast with a conference call. Two people are here. Welcome, Dr. Amanda. Hi, Dr. Amanda. Thank you. Hi. And right after this one-hour show, we go over to our daily Whole Planet Healing conference call. So we change our conference call, the people on the phone line, and BBS will follow us and broadcast the next hour also. And you're welcome to join in, of course, and listen in what we do as we go over planetary situations. And it's kind of like, it's not religious, but it's kind of like a prayer group to put issues into the love life. <clears throat> and we are three minutes away from the hour about. Again, thank you all for being here. Hang in there. We wait for it free. You want me to greet, or are you going to take over? Please, please do it on you, yes. Okay. I can do it. What song is that, Judy? What are you talking about? Oh, it's not your music playing in the background? I hear it. Yeah, it's over in the kitchen. It's way far away from here. I don't understand how you can hear it. I'll go turn it off in case it's bothering anybody. Just, I'll be right back. No, not bothering me. It was a nice melody. How you feeling, Dominanda? Oh, a lot of pain in my hips right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hard to hear that. Yeah. Hard to walk. I I could probably hear it because... When you're on VOIP, you can hear every little thing. Wow. And you told me that. Yeah. And I have really good hearing. Yeah, I don't. So I don't even hear the music in the background half the time. (coughs) What station was that? It was 97 point something or other. It's a new station that I haven't ever used before. I saw somebody on the computer today saying that they play that station a lot because they have really good music. It was 96 or 97 point something or other. And um, I think it might be down around Prescott. I'm not really sure where it comes from. I usually tune into 102.1, I think it is. That is impressive. Is Don Herman on the line? Not yet. Oh, okay. 
maybe he listened to the same program I do Saturday night on Coast to Coast. I want to talk to oh. him about that. Who was on? Uh, well, there was this lady on who uh, was been has been in contact with ET since she was a kid, you know. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. you know, they told her that uh, there's going to be a a corona mass ejection in two and a half to three years. It's going to fry all their grid and everything, and then the uh, you know all the wires in our houses are going to burn up and make our houses burn up and stuff. And Jeez. So she said, you best get off the grid as much as you can. And uh, uh, and she said, the ETs could uh, come down and pick the people up after that if uh, they knew. Welcome you were, you to know. the Monday Night Wild Card call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. It's Jeannie in Citrus Heights. Hi, Jeannie. Hi. 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 Sounds like sounds like a pretty negative source there. <clears throat> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Negative source. Sounds like a negative source. It does. Oh, no. These are, those are friendly ETs. They're, they're, they're trying to warn everybody <laughs> to get ready. That's why the, uh, the, the, the powers that be are trying to call the population because they don't want them to... Uh, be around when it happens and uh, try to get into their underground cities. Well, that, that's a good question. Well, I don't know if they would answer that question on a Wednesday. They might. You mean on a Monday, right? Wednesday. Mm. Wednesday. Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, what? I mean, Wednesday. You can at least ask and they will elaborate on it probably. And they said that a few years after that, there's going to be a, uh, an, our sun's going to go into a nova, and it'll burn up the earth. Welcome to the Monday Night Wildcard call. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in Austin. Hi, Roger. Uh, hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Welcome to hi, the next Charlie. caller. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. I think there was like a lot of sources saying that a lot of bad things were going to happen, but the, the our sources said that that was that came from a negative source. Well, Welcome to the Monday Night Wild Card Call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. It's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Hi, Bonnie. When I hear your voice, it makes me smile because you have such a cheerful voice. <laughs> me too. Awesome. Makes me smile too. <laughs> no, it's not a negative source. She's been with them since she was a kid, and she's even learned to fly their their crafts. <laughs> Welcome to the Monday Night Wild Card. Card call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Hi Cecil. family. 
So, does she have a craft of her own? No. She flies their craft. She sees that their craft are organic. They 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 mind build with the craft and, and uh, tell it where to go. Uh -huh. It took about five years to learn how to do this because she had to uh, work, you know, and uh, figure out all the coordinates and everything and where to go and had to memorize those and everything. But she's been to all the planets of the solar systems also. You need to speak up a little bit or get a little bit closer to your mic. Yeah. Oh, actually, she's been to other planets and, and other solar systems also, you know, in the craft. I think I have two in past lives. Yeah. Me too. I'm a wanderer too. Hi. <laughs> welcome to the Monday Night Wild Card Call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. It's Janine Crossland from Salt Lake City. Hi, Janine. Hi, Hi Janine. Hi, Janine. Hello, Hello buddy. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hello. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Sorry. Who is that, Robin? Nope. Hi, Welcome Wynn. to the Monday Night Wild Card Call. Would you like to say your name and location? No. Only if you want to. That was Janine. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Janine. Can you hear me? Yeah, hi. Hello? Hello. 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 <laughs> hi, everybody in BBS. This is our normal quick start for a Monday, <laughs> and uh, my name is Winfrey, and this is our wild card night. And you know what? I thought we would do something totally different tonight, okay? Most of the time, we are preoccupied with this amazing connection we're having, sources on the other side. Would you like to say your name in your city? Ken, Mississauga? Hi, Ken. Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? Ken, I have been thinking about you. Oh, good. <laughs> Go ahead. It might be good. You never know. Um, uh, you're just like a really deep guy, and I appreciate you. You know? I always try. I think, I think you're a deep guy. I can make mistakes. I used to think Antonio was a deep guy. <laughs> I'm analyzing nice. everything, everywhere I go, the music, the sound. I, I, I said to the guy the other day, you know, you got to turn the mid-range on the thing down a little bit, your voice. And how do you know that? Well, why is he asking that? I don't want to explain that I did work in studios. and Welcome to the Monday Night World card call. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. 
again, have I you ever gotta, done? I just gotta say, I just gotta say, when I really appreciate what you're doing more than anybody, you don't. I I listen to the messages, and every week I get more and more out of them. Mm-hmm. And people don't. And I, and I and like I said, every I try to actually I got to make a donation. I'm trying to make a little. I'm really hurting for income, but I think you know, even if I make twenty or thirty bucks a month, just because you know what, I mm. I actually I appreciate it. No, no, it's it's not a lot of money, and I and I'm going to get my mother to donate a little what? bit of money. She said the same thing. Well, you know we what? Appreciate what you're doing. I can feel your appreciation, and um, you do a good job. You're not getting a lot of money for this. You, you, you guys put a lot of work. Like I know, like it's like running a radio program, a show, like a like a like yeah. a studio, a whole bunch of people. People don't yeah. understand. It's a lot of work. I know. I know well, what you're doing. You're. So, you know? so people have to appreciate what we're doing. Otherwise, they dismiss it. They dismiss it, you know? And you, it's like, really quickly, you did you did say the other day, and I said the same thing. You know, I said to my friend, he's doing this not for money. He's doing it, whether he could afford to or not, just to make a difference in the world, whether it's 10 years from yeah. now, five years. And I knew that. And you said that. I thought, wow, yeah, exactly what I thought. Yay! Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, really I know. appreciate it. Welcome to the Monday Night Call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi. Yay, now we could do You even help one person. You guys even help one person for this every year. It makes a difference. That's what, you know, the rock group, you know, I was very inspired by Carla Walker, you know, because when, when we first started, when we first started, my model was of being a spiritual luminary. Do you know? Yeah. A big shot. Oh. And and I saw the Carla Rucker, and we became friends. And I saw how she worked, and wow. and how she uh, dealt with what she did, and how she dealt with people, and. She was, you know, they put they put all their books up on their website for free. See, the thing about wow. it is, this stuff, but they also had a publisher, so they better not tell yeah. their publisher, because he might get mad. Yeah. And they still sold a lot of books. You know what? It didn't hurt their book sales. You know, the raw wow. material, and I recommend everybody read it, yeah, the I raw should. material... Yeah. The raw material has been a really good seller and even better since the 1980s. And, uh, you know, David Wilcock would always plug it, you know, always. And, um, you know, became responsible. But, 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 you know, they, her husband used to do landscape to pay their bills. And I wish I had a husband that did landscaping. <laughs> In any case, and, and 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 every week she did a channeling at her house that she didn't charge for, that people showed up for, you know? Wow. Oh, at her house. Okay. At her home, yeah. And, oh. you know, one of the reasons that I think Carla did it for nothing, and I, I do. I'm not against making money. I'm not against no. having a best-selling no. book. You know, 
No. But one of the reasons Carla did it for nothing, because it was so far out, it was very hard. It's hard for me to promote my stuff. I think I could do it now. And the reason I could do it now, because we've influenced so many people. And I can, I, I can ride on people who have been touched and moved. And it's not just a new uh, philosophy in the ethers. It's actually proven itself. You follow? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and now I'm just trying to get the time I need to do it, you know? And um, I think you should actually, I, I actually was thinking, I think we, you need to get a little bigger more. I'm just surprised after 20 years, you don't have a hundred thousand followers or mm-hmm. I'm just, but I guess not everyone's like you and me or other people that call in. And my wife, well, she's like super interested. She goes, wow. She talks about a lot of stuff you did. She knows all this stuff. She's psychic. She's very, uh, mm-hmm. very, uh, uh, she she went to heaven and drew a picture of heaven and all that. Like, I dreamt mm-hmm. about going to heaven. And did mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to take a picture and send it to you guys. Does she, she went did, to heaven. And, does she listen to our calls at all? Oh, yeah, she listens with me. She's not right oh, she now did. because we're driving. We went out to eat something, and I, I called in while I'm driving home now. I called in. Yeah, she listens to your call. She's very interested. She's very into all the things and spiritual challenges. She's very, uh, yeah. she says she's, I think she might have been a UFO ducky because she saw one when she was a kid, really young, bright. Mm-hmm. She sees, mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> the, uh, oh, all kinds of stuff. She's very, doesn't even, oh, okay. she's seen aliens and stuff. And now, aren't, aren't, you, aren't you in Canada? Pardon? Are you in Canada? Yeah, Mississauga. Yeah. Near Toronto? I miss Yeah, I just I just came from Toronto actually and drive Mississauga and Toronto's right against each other, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only uh uh yeah, we we go back and forth all the time when we just went went to a pub and had so, some food. Have, have you ever produced musicians? Okay, when I was in my twenties I did I I was always interested in sound and music studios. I fixed up my friend's studio that had grounding issues and my friend who worked at the T V station told me what to do and gave me all the procedures. He didn't have the time. And I'm an electronics guy. I made my mm. own keyboard at nineteen digital keyboard, built it, read all the mm. software, wrote mm. and I can't believe I did it. I was like nineteen years old. I wrote all the software, made it, scanned all the chips, wrote, wrote the machine code and built the boards. Made my own sound amplifiers. I built uh, sound processors, built speakers. I did accentuate it. Mm-hmm. No, I just did a couple C. I produced a couple CDs, just amateur ones, and just uh, you know, just it, it, it was a very low, low budget studio, but it, it, it did the job. I bet you don't know that I'm a songwriter, do you? Oh, I knew that. Oh, yeah, I love. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I was listening to a couple of your songs. You played a couple of them. Yeah, I know you're really good. In fact, mm-hmm. I just was going to say that to help fund some of your projects, maybe what about see if I'm how get your song clubs or something to record them, a famous artist. Mm-hmm. You yeah. buy the song. I mean, songwriting, <coughs> you sell the song, the rights. Not the rights, sell them. I'm not sure how you feel about it. But I know. You know what I do? You're, you're I really good. I'd, I'd love to see you in a concert just doing a few songs somewhere. 
Oh, I'm, little I'm good. Cool. I used to, that's what I wanted to do. I thought I was going to change the world through music, you know. <laughs> well, it sounds like you did change the world in a way. Doesn't well, matter. You changed another way. You know what? I realize that what we're doing is we're building an energetic position in the collective. Okay. Yeah. And. I have gotten much more confident than when we first started. I said, how do I put this out? What do I do? You know? And uh, and I'll tell you, um, David Wilcock was my worst nightmare. Because he, he thought I was trying to ride on his coattails. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, that's what it was. Okay. And he did everything to, to sabotage me. Okay. I I I don't even mention him anymore because you know what you said what you said before because you know what you're 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 uh, I actually see you I'm just I was thinking of, it's funny you thought about me I was thinking last when I listened to Mister Sarah to the coast last night thinking how do we get you on some independent shows maybe more outside local markets or well you know what six seventeen well we started the show this is an interesting conversation isn't it another recording yet yeah. We're not recording. Okay, let's get started. That was the recording. Okay. Sure. Um, Is the mic open? Are you on the console, Heis? Yes, I am. Yes. Keep the mic open. Or what? You want me to keep the the mics open? Um, just stand by. Let me say what I'm going to talk about, and then yeah, I'll sure. open the mic. I'll listen. I'm I'll listen. People, people are open to talking about it. You know. Sure. So. Okay. So May ninth. May 9th? May 9th. Yes. Here Thank we go. You. The recording has started. May 9th, 2022. Winfrey and Terry, are you on the line yet? Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, Terry yes, couldn't find yes, her. Yes, I'm phone. on the line. You found your what? phone? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Terry couldn't find her phone before just before the call was coming on. You don't even know that. I shouldn't say that, right? Yeah. That's that's all right. I mean, some days. That's <laughs> I can say, and, and we were working on something on the computer, and she said, and I kept thinking it was seven o'clock tonight, and she said, "Look at the time. It's three minutes after six. We're supposed to be on." And I said, oh, oh, my God, okay? Now, I thought, you know, we talk all the time about high stuff, about group souls, about how the universe works, okay? Love it. And I thought tonight I would do something different that I'll bet everybody has something to say about. Do you know what the biggest news event that everyone's tracking right now? Unmute, un, un, unmute everybody, would you please, Heise? They don't unmute it, Phil. It's the war oh, in okay. Ukraine. The, yeah. the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Mm, yes and no. Any, anyone else have another one? Right, Elon Musk. Elon Who's shortage? 
Wait a second. Let me do our election. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Midterm elections. I mean, hey. do, you, do you know you know what YouTube's are getting the most hits? No. Inflation. Oh, Elon Musk. Uh, no. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> Oh my God! What a waste of time, man. I don't pay attention. And that's really important too, you know. Well, I'm just joking. the public Somebody said they're paying more attention to this than they did when OJ was on his police, you know, police chase. You guys, you guys don't remember that, do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. that. I remember that. Yeah. And um, and by the way, I don't think we have some inside information that was indicated that OJ didn't do that murder. Really? Anyone ever hear that? Anyone ever hear that? Mm-hmm. No. A spirit guy told think- you or something? Pardon me? No. Did a spirit tell you or someone else told you? No, 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 not spirit. The Elohim wouldn't waste their time talking about that. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. No. Um, somebody that knew about it beforehand, it was being set up. Okay. And they told okay. Terry. Am I oh, right, Terry? Wow. Right, but I didn't know about it beforehand, but after, after it happened... Uh, they told me the details. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they were afraid that OJ was getting too much power. Right. Oh. And and some people say that about Bill Cosby as well. Oh, he was, he was set up maybe. But do you know prior prior to his huge scandal, and I don't know if you remember this, but his son pulled off the 405 freeway, and I think somebody killed his son. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it just seemed pretty weird. And, you know, Bill Cosby was trying to buy one of the big t- commercial television networks. And he oh. had enough money to do it. And okay. I, I think somebody was scared that if he did that, it would ruin their future plans, okay? Sure. So, and now I wonder about this Johnny Depp and... And um, Amber Heard thing. It's it's a pretty weird thing. And a way to damage him, maybe. Have, have any of you guys followed it? No, no I think it's nope. just a waste of time. <clears throat> Not really. No, I just heard it. Okay. Anybody else? Well, I heard that she had a new nickname, Amber Turd. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, 
you know the story is she shit on his bed. And he yeah. sued yeah. for fifty million dollars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I w- now I have been a little bit fascinated by Johnny Depp in in, in the past because he seems to be a guy. Now I better watch what I say or I'll get sued. Okay. But yeah. He seems to be a guy. You know, people that become that famous usually have some ties to the negative. Okay. Usually. Um, wow. maybe, maybe all the time. You know, I don't know if, if, if you watch YouTubes, there, there are hand signals that people use to indicate they're part of the in crowd. Are you aware of that? No. Like, it's interesting because when I was a kid, we used to use these hand signals. I didn't know what it was. You know the devil sign where you have your two middle fingers down and your two end fingers up? It looks like horns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and when I was a kid, people used to run up and put that behind somebody's head if they had devil horns, right? Wow! You're talking about you're talking about the Freemasons here. Do the Freemasons use that? Yeah, there's there's about there's about a oh maybe a dozen things that, that where they put their hand one hand uh, uh, in their shirt and mm-hmm. they've got a special <laughs> handshake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's the Freemasons. They have a secret handshake, right? Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that like a rock thing also? Like a what? Rock thing, like for rock music? Well, it's over <coughs> to rock music, yes. But I think it's deliberate to get young people using that sign, okay? Oh. That's what I think. Because if you go on YouTube and look, you'll see so many people who are using that sign. They use it publicly to let people oh. in the audience know they're part of the in-group. Okay? Oh. And you, it's fascinating. And it's also disgusting. Okay? And... And... I, I can't say that I've ever seen Johnny Depp use that sign, but I haven't looked for it, okay? Or Amber Heard. But, you know, they take beautiful women and they turn them, you know, like Harvey Weinstein, for example, you know, having sex with anyone he wanted because they all thought he was going to help them be stars, right? Now, this is not our usual kind of topic. Okay. And for some reason, I said, I want to talk about this tonight, because I myself have been taken in by this Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing, and 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a whole drama to get people's attention off of the things they should have their attention on, which the news doesn't report. But the news is reporting this every day. And, you know, their trial is being broadcast live. And, uh, yeah, you you can go on, I don't know, you know, if they're taking a break or whatever, but every day you can watch it live. And you can see Amber Heard takes the stand, and you can see Johnny Depp takes the stand. Then you can see these psychologists take the stand, and their friends take the stand, uh, talking about them, you know. And it's kind of like, first of all, it's an unusual lawsuit to begin with. And I have never heard anyone say this on TV yet. But when you look at it, it started out with Amber Heard, while she was married to Johnny Depp, was did, a, did an interview somewhere about how she was being abused, but she never said it was Johnny Depp. Never used his name. Okay? Oh, okay. And then it was the Sun newspaper in England. And Johnny Depp sued the newspaper for defamation because even though she didn't say his name, everyone knew who she was referring to, yeah. if you follow. So, the interesting thing is, is that how can you make a case for libel if a person doesn't say your name, right? Yeah. And you're just talking about your experience. Yeah. But, Johnny Depp sued that newspaper and lost, okay? Oh, he lost. And, but, there was a buzz going around about it, and, you know, he he did this big movie part that has been one of his most successful movies yet about being a pirate. What's it called? Pirate? Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, right. Yeah. And Disney was producing it. And I think they're, they're, they were doing the third, the third thing, and he is making a fortune every time he does one. Yeah. yeah. And when this Amber Heard thing came out, Disney dumped him, okay? Oh, and he took it upon himself to sue Amber Heard for fifty million dollars because she had ruined his reputation, even though she never said his name. You know, which is pretty unusual, right? But and they both seem to be very compromised. I mean, um, 
and, 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 and you have to try to figure out, well, what do you believe? You know? Of course, Johnny Depp is making it out that he was an abused person himself and that she started the fights and that she threw a bottle at him and cut part of his finger off. Oh. And, um, she's saying it didn't happen that way. And she's saying Johnny Depp abused her, sexually assaulted her, and is trying to make that case. And it's it's like these two, you know, she's not a huge superstar like Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp is a huge, probably yeah. one of maybe the highest paid person in Hollywood or up there. I think he, you know, I mean, he's a fascinating character. And what it, one of the things that interested me about Johnny Depp is that he was friends with a guy by the name of Hunter Thompson, which I'll bet none of you ever heard of him, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Now, Hunter Thompson was an author, and he he was like, how can I say it? He was really awful guy, okay? Like, uh, he he did a he did a a book about the Hells Angels and went out and rode with them and hung out with them for a few to write the book, right? And then he did another book called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas about all the criminal stuff going on in Las Vegas. And unusual because he didn't seem to have a personal life. His life was always about engrossing himself in the books he was writing and um, getting into the, how would you say, the, the, the dirt. Okay, he would crawl in the dirt to write the book and get what was really happening, okay? And Johnny Depp, Hunter Thompson died. And I remember his name for years. And there was a fascination with him that uh, I couldn't quite grasp his motivation. He definitely was not spiritual, okay? And in his own life, he would drink. He probably had <coughs> hooker. You know, he was really somewhat sordid. And in the movie where Johnny Depp played Hunter Thompson, there was one scene of him taking adrenochrome. Now, do you guys know what adrenochrome is? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, it is really, it's kind of, how can I say it? 
if you can't handle uh, um, negative stuff, then shut your ears right now, okay? And and this adrenochrome is a product that's made from blood. That when pe- people take it, it it um, it's like a it's like a drug, and it it um, it activates their adrenals, and they get kind of a excited frenzy. I think that's what happens. I've never taken it. I don't. I will never take it. I don't even know where to get it. I don't want to know. But I've read about that this came up. And the horrible thing about it is, it's supposedly taken the blood from people who are in a state of extreme fear, which activates their adrenals and puts a certain chemical in the blood that when you take it, it it's, it's very stimulating. And Johnny Depp was in the movie taking adrenochrome, okay? And probably Hunter Thompson took adrenochrome. He probably did because he probably wrote about it, you know? And, um, I mean, I've seen him interviewed. He's wild. He talked about, well, he just shot somebody. You know, he had no morals. And, um... It comes from adrenaline. Adrenaline. It comes from adrenaline. Yeah. And typically from from children that that have been abducted. Yeah. Right. And it's it's part of the reason. And they went. Can I ask something? Let me just say this one thing. It's part of the 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 children. the, The children are tortured in order to create. The substance in the blood. Their, their children are yes. tortured. Right. Yeah. They get the adrenaline I didn't I said that they had to go into extreme fear to create it. Blood. And yes, the way they would go into fear, supposedly, is they were tortured. And it's one of the reasons, supposedly, the children are disappearing all the time. Okay? And yeah, wow. And, and and they do it in China, and China sells it, you know? And that it's a drug of choice for a lot of people in Hollywood, okay? Oh, I didn't but know it's that. very under, undercover, okay? I mean, well, they claim it. It, it, causes, a, it causes youth, um, keeps them from growing old. Right, right. And uh, and so, if Johnny Depp was involved with that, which my gut feeling says he was, if he was hanging out with Hunter Thompson um, as a friend, and and probably if Hunter Thompson did it, he would have done it, you know. And. Um, Now listen, this is not our normal show, okay? Uh, never, I don't know if we'll ever do a show like this again. But I don't like to talk. I don't like to talk about dark things. 
You know, we know the world is full of dark things, and you cannot focus on them, and you can't get self-righteous about them. Well, you can, but you can't polarize with it. You have to create a, a focus so that the things in your life are positive, loving, caring, and and all this other stuff. It's good to know about it if you can handle it. But a lot of people can't handle it. A lot of new age people, and I used to think of myself as new age, would, if, if you ever talked about anything like this, they would stick their head in the sand and said, say, you know, disregard it. But the problem was these same New Age people that were saying this and acting very loving, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, had negative sources that they were dealing with. A lot of New Age stuff was really um, negative. And you know, I recall there was one, I can't, I'm probably not going to remember this woman's name. What was her name? There was a woman who was somewhat political, very intelligent, very erudite, spoke at a lot of expos. And she actually said publicly, I mean, it blew me away that she said it was that there's a new world coming and we have to clean it up. And we have to decide who's worthy to stay in it and who will be um, dumped, meaning killed. And um, do, you, do you guys know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Can't remember her name. You can't remember her name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she died. But I was amazed, you know, because I used to go to all those expos. I used to look up to all of those people, and I don't. I don't think I ever heard her say that. But she said it one time, and maybe in a book. And I was shocked. And um, and of course. You know, early on in my own adventure, when I was writing The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, I was studying the Carla Rucker material. Ra said that there were negative ETs that were trying to take over our planet. And the way they do it is they connect with the elite. And they make the elite think, we're going to create a new world and everyone's going to be happy. We need your help. And we have to clear the planet of population in order to do it. And they promise them they're going to be the leaders of this new world that they're going to create. And it's all a sham. You know? And... But Ra talked about that. The way they do that is getting the elite to follow them and then the elite 
to do the damage, okay? In other words, make sure people are killed. And if many people look at the COVID and the vaccine thing as part of this program, okay? As well as chemtrails. I mean, they have multiple programs going. And um, you can't find out about it unless you look hard. And the news media is corrupted. The, the news media is, is under the control. And they have been working to gain control over years and years. Blackmailing people, doing, uh, having women seduce them, and taking pictures, and threatening to put the pictures out, giving them a lot of money, you know, anything they can do to get people in there under their thumb so that we can have a world now where the news is totally controlled, a good part of the politicians are controlled, and, um, and, It blocks the light from coming in. And, and you know, the interesting thing about this Amber Heard and Johnny Depp lost being so public is that it it, it programs people. It's like a guilty pleasure. But you see these people lying and, you know, is Amber Heard lying? I think she has lied in this trial. Is Johnny Depp lying? Uh, I think so. More people are against Amber Heard because, you know, she's an extremely beautiful, sexy woman. She seemed to have she made an attempt. You know, this is this. My jury is out if there's a good one and a bad one. I mean, I, 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 first of all, I thought Amber Heard was the bad one, but after watching a few of the courtroom sessions, I'm no longer sure. Or I think they both are. It's like they both, it's a case where they have both reflected a negative aspect of each other. And it's being brought out publicly. Like, um, probably, I'm just saying probably, this is not based on any evidence, but probably Johnny Depp would expect women to defer to him because he's so famous and he's so wealthy. And particularly women who are actresses, if they connect them with him, they get a huge amount of publicity and it impacts them. Amber Heard is probably used to men 
falling over for her and controlling them with her sexuality and her looks. And the two of them meet and they're they're dancing in the same dark corner of the room. And they're both pointing figures at each other as being the evil one. Now, that's my take on it, okay? That is not... um, I can't derive that from the evidence yet because they're, they're just pulling so much dirty laundry, things that people would never want to make public <laughs> making it public. And, uh, is that dirty der- coughing? Oh, yeah, sorry. Would you stop that? <laughs> in the I meantime, in the meantime, I should I should probably get off the subject. Anyone want to say anything? I think your cake was something pretty good. You know, I never liked. I, I never liked. Uh, liked him since he said uh, he wanted to kill President Trump. I'm sorry. You never liked President Trump. No, I said I, I never liked uh, uh, Johnny Depp since he threatened to kill President Trump. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, he said, it, uh, when's the last time an actor killed a president? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. Lincoln. Luke. I'd like to label it all as global surface trash. Yeah. And I'm not interested in it. Global surface trash. Global, Global surface, trash. surface trash. Yeah. Okay, I'll go along with that. But it's good to take quick looks at how how it all works. But don't stay there, you know, because otherwise you don't have discernment. And I see a lot of people that never look. I mean, sometimes I'm shocked at people that I've known in the past. And uh, if I talk about any of this stuff to them, I'm not even talking about the Elohim. I'm talking about the corruption in the world. They think, you really believe all of that? And it's like, I understand it. You know, when... The Twin Towers happened. I went into shock. Did you guys go into shock when that happened? Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. It was the first time. And, and, you know, at first, I took it at face value that there were hijackers, they were on planes, the planes crashed into the building and knocked the building down. But then shortly thereafter, there was a huge amount of 
people talking about that it couldn't have been that way. There were so many things out of place. Uh, one thing, that a plane couldn't make a, bu- a building like that fall. That there had to be explosives in it for that to happen. That, um, that you know, if you study it, you know there were the two Twin Towers and then there was another building, Building 7. And it also collapsed in the same way, but no plane hit it. How did that happen? And the guy who owns the Twin Towers was caught in a telephone conversation saying, "Pull, we got to pull, pull Building 7, which is the terminology for demolishing a building, you know, with explosives. And, I mean, I was processing that for a year. How could this be? How could this happen? And it definitely seemed that on some level our government had to be involved in it. And um, it was the beginning of me researching a lot of stuff and mistrusting things that I never would have mistrusted previously, in any case. Now, (laughs) you know, there's still people that still believe the narrative, and they think that COVID is a real pandemic, and that uh, vaccines are really legit, you know? And I don't know if you guys have looked at all that stuff, but you see, it's important to look at it because you and your family are making decisions. I won't say you, but many people and their families are making decisions based on the narrative. What is the common thread that everyone talks about? And, uh, if you stick in your, your head in the hand, you're going to make bad decisions. And that could affect your health, your life, whatever. And it's not like in the distance. Anymore. It's up close and personal. And we're all in the middle of it, having to make decisions. Having to figure out how to survive whatever is going to happen next. And figuring out how we're going to graduate this realm. <laughs> so, in a best case, worst case scenario, you don't have to come back here. But people will come back. I'm sure I've come back. I'm sure that I had graduated and came back more than once. And um, and we come back because when you graduated from the earth, you've learned the ropes here. And if you've learned the ropes, you can be far more effective in helping other people learn the ropes and have better discernment. And um, 
I know Terry and I both probably qualify for the idea. I'm sure some of you do. And that's why you keep coming back to these calls. All right? And and it's like somebody has to be ready to give up all this garbage stuff that happens. And and even but if you're here if you're here, you can give it up but you should still know about it. You should still know about it because you have to make decisions about God, can I drink the water? Is it poisoned? Can I eat this? Is it healthy? Uh, are we going to have gas in three months to travel? Um, some things you just can't control. And other things you can prepare for. At least you can prepare for it psychologically. And you have to not be afraid of dying. And, I mean, I know, for me, this work we've been doing has made me not afraid of dying. Although, I have still things to do here. I know. And so do you. And people are more open. People are not open to changing their belief systems so quickly. In other words, if you talk about the conspiracies and, uh, you know, 911 was not as it was, I'm sure there's millions of people that would get in your face and think, you're a conspiracy theorist, aren't you? And, um, but how do you love those people? You just forget that they think that way. And you don't make the conspiracy part of it part of something until they get some respect for you. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that would benefit from our calls that don't know they exist. And you may be their last hope of finding out about what we do. You realize that? I mean, you can make a difference whether someone graduates this realm or doesn't graduate by introducing them to the world. How do people find you guys? I found you from listening to you on Coast to Coast. How did everybody, anybody else, how did they find Quinn? Well, a lot of people found me on Coast to Coast, and I have not been able to go on there again. I might be able to. I, I, I have to, um, you know, I pay attention to the energy, and I need to have something. I I believe that what happened was the, the producer said, you, you know, I'm just talking about the same things all the time. And... Okay. Um, and... and then, and then she wouldn't put me on. And then there was another time when there was kind of a negative attack. You know, I get, Terry and I have both experienced negative attacks. And negative attacks doesn't mean uh, somebody is putting a knife on your throat. It means something stops working that should work. Like, for example... 
the last time I was scheduled to be on Coast to Coast, and I was on, I'm supposed to send them a bunch of questions to ask. And I sent questions to George. I sent it to the two producers. And none of them got my emails, okay? Oh. And I would call that an attack. I'm not sure. Could have been just coincidence. But not very often do emails not go through, right? No. And, um, 701. And that, 701. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh... I hope you're all coming to Whole Planet Healing. You're going to come to Whole Planet Healing? Yeah. yeah. Anybody on the call that never was on Whole Planet Healing? No. But if you're listening on BBS, Whole Planet Healing is coming up in one minute, and it's going to be broadcast on BBS. So don't move. And I hope my talking about all this hasn't upset it. I apologize if it did, but you may be expecting something different, and I did something different, but not in our normal context. Normally, I don't talk about this stuff, and I don't plan it to be a normal topic of conversation. But for some reason, I wanted to do it tonight, and because I've been fascinated, fascinated by this whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, trial. And um, so what happens is we're on a conference line. We're going to move over to another conference line, another phone number. BBS is going to plug into that other conference line. And um, you don't have to do a thing. Although the people that are on the phone line... We'll have to call that other number. And we do this this every night at 7 o'clock, but only Monday and Wednesday are on BBS radio. And um, and people that come into our call regularly have changes in their life that are very positive. And they start expanding their matrix into the higher realms. And they start seeing their lower pattern. And oftentimes the Elohim or the Ra group do something that makes the person know that they're real and they're paying attention to them. Okay? And that's incredible. Because normally we believe in these things. And we don't really take it like they could pay attention to me. Uh, they don't know who I am. I'm just another blip on, on the air. But they do pay attention. And they touch people when there's an opening and where you request it. And Seven or four. They've done it over and over again, so... We're hanging up and getting on the whole planet healing. Hi. Um, you can unmute everybody in case of the signal. We're all muted. Thank uh, you all. We are okay. all unmuted. So we'll see you. Thank you all. Okay. Thank you for listening.
This session is no longer being recorded. Yourself. Healing, would you like to say your name and location? BBS. BBS Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. hey, BBS. Oh, Welcome. Nice. Welcome to BBS and all the listeners to Whole Planet Healing. All right, and we are at 7.05. Jackie, you're here, I see. Thank you for being Wednesday, here. Wednesday, on yeah. the other call. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're close to the other side. Yeah. All right, let's just get going, okay? All uh, right. Is here? Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody is right. here. Except well, okay. the or <laughs> Terry is here, all right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, hi. You're welcome. Muted. Thank hello, you, hello. All right, here we go. The recording has started. Well, hello, everyone. Today is Monday, May 9 of 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet okay. Healing conference call and we have a special appreciation for our monday calls and also wednesday because we get to share our call with the bbs radio listeners who have stayed on the extra hour to check us out so thank you all for joining us and adding your energy to our effort now Speaking of our efforts, (laughs) this is an open call, but those who consistently come into this call are driven to be of service and want to make this world a better place. Tonight and every evening, the whole Planet Healing Call involves the collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight or listening to a replay and our sources, these same sources that you may have experienced in other BBS radio shows. So um, these sources are the ones that have been speaking through Terry Brown and uh, with Winfrey for 20 years now. And they have indicated that they are adding their energy to our request for healing, primarily the planet but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us, while always keeping in mind, of course, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed. Now, let's begin our call. Let's just get right to it. And we usually begin with our usual understood suggestions would like you to let go of any distractions from your day, get comfortable, relax, become centered and grounded, and let's gather and focus this elevated group energy that we've formed and prepare to tackle and shift the issues that concern us tonight. And we officially begin our calls by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. 
Cecil. Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of this call, both Winfrey and Terry Brown join us. And as you might imagine, over uh, these many years since they've been contacted by the Elohim, they've gathered an abundance of experiences and stories and this is the point in our call when they take just a few minutes to share either these stories or some of their thoughts with us. So, Wynn and Terry, are you ready? Ready. And, you know, we have to, we're going to transition from our last show. And to start the transition, I'm going to say... Uh, one of the things Jesus said, we are in this realm, but not of it. Now, that's not true for everybody. It's true for a person who has learned to bring in the frequencies of the higher dimensions. And you can feel them. You're still here. But there's an energy you feel expanded and and you're more centered and it particularly becomes great when you realize that in these other realms you're tapping into there is intelligence and that intelligence are these group souls that we talk to the Elohim group and the Ra group and they can move into your space energetically. It's kind of like when you walk into a room and you feel good vibes. You can feel good vibes because they're in your space. And you have a moment of 
reprieve from all the stuff that goes on in this world. And as you get more comfortable with it, your moments of reprieve get longer and you just hold that energy while you're in this world. But it takes focus. And, and you know what? We give people the tools by doing these calls every night so that if, if you're saying to yourself, I want that experience, just start coming to these calls. Every night we read a little excerpt, Bonnie does, um, from one of our sessions. And not only do you get the keys of a lot of wisdom, you get the opportunity to learn who these sources are by listening to their words. And they have said, as you study us, we study you. So part of this call has an educational aspect to it. And part of it has a group intention aspect to create energies that can create more positive outcomes for our planet. And we are so lucky to have Terry Brown dedicated to this work and dedicated to me and dedicated to each other to make this happen. And I turn it over to Terry. Hi, everybody. Well, it's certainly a learning experience for me, and I've learned a lot from Leon. Um he had a he has a whole um, grasp of how to operate in the world, and I'm kind of like a babe in the woods in a way. <laughs> um, and so he's um, teaching me a lot, and Delahine uh, and the blog group are teaching us all. So this is a big learning experience. And now back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. Well, of course, Terry, who just spoke to us, is the channel who brought forth the majority of the information that's on the spiritchannel.net. And we encourage everyone to get to that website and peruse the archives. And if you can't get to it, never fear, on this call, Every evening, we have Bonnie from Corona, California, who comes on and she chooses a message to read to us from these archives or a compatible resource and uh, shares it with us. So, Bonnie, we look forward to your selection tonight. Thank you. Okay, so we are going to visit a call. This was a Monday night call that took place on December 27, 2010. And I guess this is kind of goes in the category of how the Elohim created the universe uh, call. But the main overarching question was, how did sex begin? And so after Wynn called in the light, we have... A greeting from Ra'an to Terry. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. This is Ra'an, 
on December 27, 2010. We are orienting ourselves at this time to the coordinates of the sphere, planet Earth, and we are available to you. Now, we are making ourselves available for contact with each and every person on the line, each and every person who will listen in the future or read any transcripts. Now, we have become oriented in this fixed configuration, and we ask if you have any questions. And so then Wynn goes on and says uh, in a previous conversation that they indicate had indicated that the first life form was the amoeba. And when that they had observed how the amoebas would move near each other and fill each other's energies. And then there was an exchange of bodily fluids. The exchange of bodily fluids would have been the beginning of what we call sex today among humans. Um, And he's asking, is this, am I recalling this accurately and raw on through terry answers yes thank you we are looking at the past history which is also the present history as life comes about even from silicon and sand life in its primordial state was even simpler than the amoeba as the condensation of manifestation brought about as the result of motion and intersecting motion. And they go on to say intersecting motions were set into place. In the intersection of motions, there was a disturbance created that entered time into the situation or the equation as it made a little delay which caused the manifestation. This was the beginning of life. And it was as if the intelligence of all that is was put on a delay, which created a looking back or an ability to look back, which created a track and entered time and entered a delay, and therefore manifestation began. Now, that is a little bit deep, but then let me let me continue. The Elohim have, or I'm sorry, when asked, I would imagine that even before there was the physical realm, 
for the Elohim to exist as a separate energy that they could recognize, there had to be the element of time, the beginnings of time. You would have to remember how somebody was and how someone is. So there's a track, even in the first separation from all that is. And Ra'an, through Terry, responds, the Elohim has the ability to appear and to manifest and to enter a time delay within their manifestation. And the more manifestations or intersections of motion that there are, then there is more to reflect and resonate within the manifestation of the Elohim or any entity. So the Elohim have the unique ability which may be an ability that all would wish to strive for, for the ultimate in survival in a difficult universe is to be able to move in and out of it with grace and with control over one's ability to appear and to disappear to instigate time delays at will or not, <laughs> and can um, unmock, so to say, or to disappear their manifestation, retaining within it the sparks of joy and love to spark new travels within the density. So, then when asked, well, you have indicated that the Elohim can actually go back into nothingness and come out of it again. Am I saying that correctly? Ra'an, correct. Retaining, not complete nothingness perhaps, but retaining the potential of the spark of joy and love that they can then build upon to recreate themselves. And Wynne says, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but is it like a bear that goes into hibernation and then comes out again? Or is this too worldly of an analogy? Ra'an responds, it's too complex an analogy. Like an intersection of two motions, which can spark a manifestation or a little existence, or a particle, and then can move back into a dissolving wave. When we talked about amoebas, and I obviously, an amoeba, if I have this right, the amoeba, or something like the amoeba, was the first thing that could exchange energy. This was a direct creation of the Elohim. How did the amoeba go from being an amoeba to some kind of animal where there was male and female? Ra'an, we would like to start with the manifestation of the existence of an energy form, a spirit such as an Elohim that can move in and out of the manifest universe. 
as being the first life form, and then as energies became more complicated and more intersecting and rotating galaxies began, the individual that developed out of the rotations and the intersection of different rotations, which added the eddies within the boiling mass of energy that was DNA, which were pre-life, and the structure upon which life is hung. It began as tinier life forms or free life forms then into amoeba, then moving into more complex structures, having received the notice of the Elohim and moving and extending love and light to the amoebas and uh, of observing the code within the life forms and producing further and further codes by intention and will in the life form and observing the results gradually building in more features and more complex life forms with delight that the resulting creatures could then begin to operate on their own like a computer program they begin to regenerate. Then the idea of making different sexes that could combine their codes and could then create a combination of the two, male and female partners, to have an offspring. And that offspring could then maintain and stabilize the unique genetic aspect that were inserted into the developing structures, the developing racial characteristics or species, the entity structure that was resulting. This was then carried, but then later given intelligence, and these eventual humanoids were able to work to further develop the genetic sequences to further a more intelligent and survivable form. Then the Elohim and other entities began to hop into these humanoids to experience what it was like. Their senses were limited, and they enjoyed the sexual contact, much the same as they would enjoy sharing space. However, in a more dense realm of the third density, the impact was greater, and you had many more cells involved to heighten the senses, as it was a course of unique cells to do with the sexes and the development of the chakras and the lower chakras that could then increase the rotating speed and heighten the sensation and bring 
the condensing blood and fluids into the area that then would impinge upon the cells. These cells would experience joy and resonate with the joyous sensation. And to some, the degree of some corruption was entered in as some individuals combined their distortions, bringing them into the sexual area. The experience was the one that procreated the race the best and was more survivable. This was how sex began. Wow, that's a lot of information packed into those two paragraphs. I hope this wasn't too heavy, you guys. I found it really fascinating. I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys so much. Thank you. You're right, Bonnie. That The early accounts of creation are really fascinating. Now, um, so thank you so much for that. So... Uh, just so you all know, I do not live in a haunted house, but this afternoon I was sitting in a chair and it started to rock all by itself. So yes, we were having an earthquake in California and, uh, this is why we have the next segment of our call. We are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, and Jennifer researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And this is because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events. They've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness and that they will add their energy to our efforts to soothe Mother Earth, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all is considered. So let's immerse ourselves into that emotion, that feeling of calmness, and let's join Jennifer as she guides us to each area of activity, and let's radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. And tonight, I did. I messaged you to see if you were okay, because I did, when I sat down to do my uh, report tonight, I noticed Julian popped up. Anyway, uh, I would like to invite our sources, who have just helped us immensely work our way through this third dimension, and also, I want to invite the spirit of Mother Earth, as she likes what we're doing, and she can also intensify our calming energies. First place we're going to look at is the Big Island of Hawaii. Now, the Big Island every day has activity. The most that we as humans can ask for is just calming. And today we had a pretty good day, 3.4 at Pahala, and they had their usual little swarm going on there. We did have a couple of twos on Mauna Loa, kind of on the top of the uh, volcano, and the Kilauea beneath, or I'm sorry, south of Kilauea, more down around uh, Fern Forest, we had a couple of activities, a couple twos. Uh, 
And that was about it today. So let's just take a real quick moment and send additional calm down for now and tomorrow, especially to the undersea volcanoes, fracture zone, fault lines, undersea hot spot, and anything else that may affect this region. We're going to quickly, try to do this quickly, um, move down to the New Zealand region, which the two islands of New Zealand fared pretty well today. <clears throat> Everything was uh, in the threes and less. As we moved north along the Kermadec Trench, we did have a 5.2 uh, along that trench. Moving northward, we come to Fiji, where we did have a 4.5. And then at the very top of the trench, Tonga had a 4.8. Now we're going to move west over to Papua New Guinea. And we had a 6.5. This was in what they call the Bismarck Sea. Um, it is north part of the island. And it was in the sea. And there was also an additional 5.3 there in that same area. And then moving over to the west to Indonesia, the largest I was able to find was a 4.8. And we're going to move to north to Taiwan. Now, Taiwan has had a bit of an ongoing swarm. Today, we had a 6.3. And also 5.0. Fortunately, these have all been in the sea. But um, it's it's really weird, too, because it doesn't even look like it's on a, a fault line. So let's just send calm. It's just east off the coast of Taiwan. And then moving north to Japan, today they had a 5.2 and some other fours four activities, 5.2 that was um, was in the sea. It was offshore. Oh, goodness, I don't know. It looks like Osaka in that area. And then continuing north, we had nothing in the Russian area, but we're going to move across to the Aleutians, where we had a 3.8 of the Aleutians. And on the mainland, it was less than that, anything twos and threes. Moved down through Canada, nothing was reported, but we send calm anyhow. And then down into Washington, there wasn't a lot of seismic going on, but we do have uh, the volcanoes rumbling. Today, it was Mount Rainier and a little bit on Mount St. Helens. And then down to Washington, we want to calm down uh, Mount Hood and also Three Sisters. But there wasn't really a lot of seismic to speak of. Moving down into California today, um, not a lot going on. The geysers region is always rumbling. We send calm not to stop it, just to keep it at a low roar. And then moving down with San Andreas. Actually, it was a good day along with San Andreas. And then down into Southern California, where we did have the largest activity of the day, which is 3.5, right under <laughs> Jackie and Julian. 
and then looking at the eastern side of the state, we did have a little bit of activity at the Walker area, and this is south of Lake Tahoe, but it's in California, and then south to the Long Valley Caldera and also Ridgecrest. Before we leave the U.S., I do want to mention Idaho, um, which we all know every day there's activity there, but Stanley, Idaho, and West Yellowstone, Oklahoma, and West Texas. These are all like threes. And um, also, I'm not quite sure what is going on in South Carolina, but today they had a 3.3 in South Carolina. So let's send calm there. And then moving down through Mexico, the Gulf of California, we had a couple of fours, a 4.1. And then down through Mexico, we had a 4.3 and less. So it was pretty calm there. Uh, Guatemala, we had a 4.6. And then on the other side of the Caribbean, we did have a 4.3 in Haiti. And then the rest of the uh, activities were in threes. Moving back over to South America, it was still pretty calm there today. We did have a 4.9 in um, Peru. Now, this was out on the Peru-Chile Trench, which is that the fault that runs all the way down through South America that so was offshore. And then moving down through Peru, we did have a 4.5 on land. And then moving into Chile, 4.4. And if we look to the east from Chile, we have the West Chile Rise. It's a really big fault. And we did have a 5.0 there. It's south of the Easter Islands, if you have a concept of where that is. And then coming around, uh, oh, I forgot, Argentina had a 4.7. Coming around the south of uh, South America, and over to the east, we come to the South Sandwich Islands, 4.5. And then moving north along the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. Get ready, Jackie. It's, it's really quick. We come over across um, Europe, Spain, France, Italy. We did have a 4.0 in France. Moving all the way east to Azerbaijan, we had a 4.1. And then, interestingly enough, South of um, India, we have, it's near Mauritius, Reunion Island. We had a 4.8. And then west of that, just off the coast of Africa, between Africa and Madagascar, we had a 4.5, and they're calling that the Mozambique Channel. And then that is the extent of all the activity um, I do note that a lot of uh, the prognosticators were saying that this plate, the um, Indian-Australian plate, had shifted, and maybe it calmed down now because it doesn't see quite as bad as it was uh, a week or two ago. So let's just continue. As you think about it during the day, just spend calm. And I want to thank you all for participating, and I'll send you back to Jackie. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, um, Wynn is going to be taking us on his guided visualization in just a few moments, and he'll direct our attention 
to many of those other issues occurring in our world that need our focus. But first, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And if you're listening to us on BBS Radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I would just like to thank everyone for their contributions and your service tonight. Unmuted. I would like to thank you all tonight that uh, all the fires in New Mexico are extinguished and uh, assistance is... uh, Anyway, I want to thank you, Marshall. Uh, this is Wynn, and I would just like to keep Elon Musk in the light, hoping that I'm correct in his motivation and that there's no devious forces that he has to uh, answer to. Joe, my apologies. I cut you off. Please continue, Joe. Uh, that's not a problem. Those that uh, need to hear it, heard it. Thank you so much. It, uh, again, I'm going to just do it two words. Uh, uh, fires in New Mexico need to be stopped. Uh, there is the uh, largest fire in the United States right now in the northern New Mexico. This uh, is due to the wind. We need to have the wind stopped and uh, conditions or wind turned around into the fire. This can be extinguished in a matter of minutes. Please assist. Thank you so much. Tom in San Jose. Support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, and for the movie 2000 Mules. Thank you. This is Janie in Citrus Heights. Um, I heard an interesting quote on a docuseries on propaganda that I've been watching. I'd like to share. And it's a quote by George Orwell. He said, The further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. Unquote. So once again, I want to put the awakening of humanity into the light and put the truth into the light and ask for the Elohim's assistance and support in achieving a rapid worldwide awakening in regard to the forces that are at work on this planet. Help us to see clearly. Help us to discern truth from lies. And give us all the courage to speak when we have the opportunity to bring more light into a situation. Thank you. All right, thank you. We kind of running out of time. Anyone else before Jennifer takes uh, the hitting list? Then go ahead, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. I would like to put each and every person on our call, no matter what your situation is, I would like to put each person on the call on our healing list, whatever your need is. I do want to make mention, and I'll make it fast, Cecil and Betty, Lauren, Joe T., 
all in Washington State, Tom in San Jose, Jackie and Julian, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby, Maxalina. These people are all in California. Morning Sky in Oregon, Kathleen in Vermont, and of course our dear, dear friends, Wynn and Terry. We want to send Terry healing love light energy. While you're at it, send the same to Jackie. These two ladies still have a lot of stuff to accomplish, and we want them to be strong and healthy. And while we're at it, let's send calm and love to win. Thank you, everybody. Muted. And this is Win. We kind of have to do a quickie uh, visualization. And, uh, you know, I want you to all know that this is a completely do-it-yourself DIY call that we're doing. And the people on the call are all volunteers. And we don't join anything. We just show up. And the show up, showing up becomes being part of it, okay? So anyone is welcome to show up and see if it works for them. We're going to quickly have a group energy with our sources and surround our planet and send love light energy to the surface of our planet, lifting the vibrations wherever they can be lifted. The service to self-humans, the children and the young people, the animals and the pets, the um, plant life, the rocks, minerals, and crystals, the insects and species that are important to the balance of nature, the fish and the sea life, and the dolphins and the whales. Man, I'm going to correct I want to correct you. Service to others, humans. Service to others. Thank you. That's an important correction. Okay. And um, we go through the surface of the earth, and we connect with the energy field of earth, and we send her healing because she has to process everything that goes on on her planet, and it can create suffering. So we create and send healing. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth and terminate in earthquakes and volcanoes and we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the earth and we do a column of light to each of the earthquake zones huge columns of light sending calm energy over large areas. And we start out with a ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. We go to the New Madrid fault line centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We send a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter through the surface of the earth into all those areas where there's fault lines in, in 
in the New Madrid Fault area, and we send calm energy. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic Fault Line, stretching all the way thousands of miles from the North Pole to the tip of South America. And we send a column of light, longitudinal, through that entire fault area, through the water, into the land, under the water, creating calm energy. We go to all of the other potential earthquakes and volcanoes anywhere on planet Earth. We ask our sources to help find them and send each one calm energy. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth is releasing stress, that they happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to the some of the other out-of-balance situations. We go to the coronavirus, its mutations, and any other contagious pathogens on our planet and ask to render them harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and we ask they be strengthened. We go to the vaccines and the toxins in vaccines and ask that they be rendered harmless. We go to all the plans and plots of the negative that can sabotage the free will of humans and cause lots of suffering and even death. We ask for the highest good of all concerned that obstacles be put in place to limit these things from happening. We ask for the awareness of humans to what's going on on our planet and the discernment and the ability to distinguish between fake news and real news. We ask for the awareness of humans to touch into the higher realms of consciousness, the heaven realms, and make their own connection with the God zone. We go to the people that suffer and we send them the Christ energy as a handhold to lift them above their suffering. We go to the droughts and we ask for rain and we go to the governments of our planet. We ask for qualities of leadership that help people feel safe and protected and cared for. If not the governments of today, then the governments of the future. We go to those countries that are adversarial in those groups and we ask they settle their differences nonviolently. We send a light of peace to the Ukraine and to Russia for settling this conflict there. 
go to interventions, we ask that no nuclear weapons be allowed to go off in this realm. We go to transmutation of toxic materials on our planet and we ask they be transmuted and rendered harmless anything in food, air, water, or medicine. Finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see the energy of love light flowing through the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, solar system, the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and in... No, doesn't come yet through our bodies. We see it landing on our rooftop. And we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we invite that energy into our home to cleanse our home of any negativity and bring in a higher energy flow, turning our home into a sacred place. We bring that energy through our bodies, opening up our chakras, feeling the energy of the higher flows as part of our life. We remind you that you are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. And we are going to bring the verbal part of this call to an end. Uh, if, If you've been on our call today, and you want to learn more, go to the spiritchannel.net where we have the phone numbers for all of our calls. And we also have 2,000 archived sessions where you can actually hear a lot, a lot. They were originally live channelings with our sources uh, answering questions. Thank you for listening in. Thank you, BBS. Thank you, everyone who volunteers. And we will see you all next time.